Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Thou Shalt Be Nice. Do you want to be nice? Or do you want to be holy? When it comes to sexual morality, the world does not consider a stand for biblical morality to be nice. In fact, it is considered to be hateful. And if you speak out against immorality, you will be guilty of hate speech. And to this, many professing Christians capitulate and choose to be nice instead of taking a stand for holiness. Jesus had something to say about lukewarm niceness, if you will, to the church at Laodicea, Revelation 3.16. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Niceness that refuses to stand for holiness makes Jesus sick so to speak. Professing Christians with soft hearts matched with soft heads in the name of love don't want to take an offensive stand. They consider it to be unloving. And they love, pun intended, to point out that the tone needs to be right. Jesus was the most loving person who ever lived, and yet he said to his unbelieving, at that point, his unbelieving brothers, quote, The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify of it that its works are evil. John 7, 7. You can skate along to get along, but if you really take a stand for biblical holiness, the world will hate you for it. They didn't put Jesus on the cross for being nice, but because they hated the truth for which he stood. In the context of addressing last day's madness, Paul said, 2 Timothy 3, 12, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. If you truly want to live godly, the world will not appreciate it, no matter how nice you try to be. And indeed, we do seek to be kind and gracious, and yet to do so without compromising holiness. As believers, we are called to live with this tension. On the one hand, as much as depends on us, we should seek to live peaceably with all men. Romans 12:18. On the other hand, we are called to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. There's where the trouble comes in. In Ephesians 5:3, Paul says that sexual immorality must not be named among you as is proper among saints. It is one thing to preach against immorality, but the main thing is that we live it. There is nothing less credible than a hypocrite. As saints, there is to be no hint of immorality in our lives. Ephesians 5, 5 and 6. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ in God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things... The wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Paul goes on to say that Christians are now, quote, light in the Lord, Ephesians 5.8. Light exposes. As light, we are to have no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather to expose them. But that is not considered nice. And the world will hate you for it. The world lives in a cesspool of immorality, and our culture about the only thing that is not sanctioned yet 
is pedophilia and bestiality. But in the midst of that wicked context, what is to set the people of God aside is sexual purity. This is our very sanctification, which is to say, this is what sets us apart from the world. The world defines nice as going along with their sexual perversions. To be holy is to live and stand for biblical morality. Let's suppose a person goes to the doctor, and it turns out they have a serious case of cancer which requires surgery. However, the doctor wanting to come off nice does not want to upset the patient. So instead of telling the patient the truth, he smooths it over by telling him, all will be well. Is this doctor being nice? Is this doctor being loving? No, he is about to be sued for malpractice. C.S. Lewis wrote, Indeed, the safest road to hell is the gradual one, the gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, without signposts. How true! People that nicely let people to go to hell show no love whatsoever. That's the safest road to hell. And the devil would love you to be a nice, soft instrument that doesn't rattle things, that doesn't shake things up. Indeed, we should share the truth in love, but true love will not compromise the truth. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-8, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things as we told you beforehand and solemnly warn you. That's real love. For God has not called us to impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this disregards not man, but God, who gives us his, his Holy Spirit to you. Lord, we thank you for your truth on the issue of sexual morality. It is a, a defining issue. And uh, Lord, uh, in fact, the Bible clearly tells us this is what the world is all about. But what is to define us is sexual fidelity, sexual purity. This is our very sanctification. It is what sets us apart from the, the rest of the world. Lord, help us to be faithful to you. Uh, indeed, to share the truth in love, to be loving, but to really be loving, loving, showing love to you, showing love to truth, showing love to the lost, showing love to those in sin, is to take a stand for truth, even though they don't appreciate it, even though it's not considered nice. Lord, help us to be faithful to you for such a time as this, and I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.